So what is divine action? Are we just placing divine in front of another word to make it seem spiritual? What is Clayton's history with divine action? And that's me, by the way, I'm Clayton. <laughs> and in this week's episode, we're going to jump into divine action, what it is, what we can do about it, and what we can learn in order to embody it and be more of use and more of beneficiality. I think that's how you say that to society. So let's talk about it. Traveling to consciousness, exploring spiritual journeys to find answers in uncertainty. What is up, conscious monkeys? Welcome back to another episode of Catch Up with Clayton. Yes, this is a Catch Up with Clayton episode because these are the things that I have been working on in my life, in my day, the things that I have been thinking about, the things that I have been trying to do in the last 72 hours, and I believe that I am starting to hit a turning point on this thing. So, divine action. What the hell is it? Well... Before we get into divine action, I do actually want to plug something. This is really cool because I know a lot of you have been asking about it, which is merchandise. Merchandise. We've got merchandise. Go check out the link below. All I have right now is a t-shirt that says traveling to consciousness on the front. It's got the logo on the back and it is super, super dope. It's like this kind of polyester mesh if you will i love it honestly i think it's fucking sick and i know you will too i do recommend getting maybe one size smaller because i did notice that it tends to run a little bit big but it still fits it's an interesting shirt because like even if you go a size too small it's still gonna like fit nice but it will be more fitted if you will i like it a little bit more fitted so i wish i would have got a medium i'm typically a large and I am wearing a large if you follow me on Instagram. So with that being said, if you do, when you do buy a shirt, tag me with you wearing it on Instagram, on your story, and I will be more than happy to share that shit because I think it's so cool. It's a, it's a great company I'm working with and whew, yeah, but with all that out of the way, go buy your t-shirt while you listen to me talk about divine action. So what is divine action? It's kind of interesting even discussing this because a piece of me is like, dude, Clayton, you're just throwing divine in front of another adjective to make it sound spiritual and make it sound cool. We have divine masculine, we have divine feminine, and now you're trying to make it divine action. And I'm sure there's going to be divine giving. And a piece of me wants to give credence to that voice because there is some truth in that. It's like, you know, am I just putting this out there, if you will? just for the idea or the sake of it being divine. And part of me says maybe, but there's another part of me that we need to uh, redefine isn't exactly the right word, right? It's almost to bring a deeper understanding to some of these words and some of these things. Because if I say, and this is kind of how we can get into my story, if I say work or doing, that can invoke a negative response. 
can also invoke a lower frequency response. And the idea is, is that we don't want to be doing or working from a low frequency, if we will. We want to be doing it for divine purposes. We want to be doing it for holy purposes. We want to be doing it so that we're here to better mankind. We're here to better society, to better civilization, to be and feel fulfillment. And I can't think of a better way to become fulfilled than through a divine way or a divine action, if you will. So let me at least back up a little bit and tell you my story and my perception with work and with doing and with action, because I think that that puts a good lens on the conversation because really I'm just one person. And so whenever I say even action, I bet it brings up an idea or a response in your body. That's even different than mine. So let's back this up. So Clayton, what is your history with action and doing and work? Oh, well, audience member, I'm glad that you asked. Well, that's what we're here to do. Okay, cool. Let's talk about it. So I remember, and this is kind of where it all started, was when I was a young little lad, probably between the ages of seven and 10, my dad quit his job uh, to start his own business. And in starting that business, he was pursuing his entrepreneurial dream, which as you can tell, I am doing now myself. He was pursuing his entrepreneurial dream. And although I can't really remember any specific instances that occurred, something that has been echoed now in these more recent days, as I even still talk to him to this day, is that I hear all the negatives. He comes home. How was work? Oh, it was good. Yeah, yeah, it was good. But, you know, so-and-so's leaving us and we don't know sure how we're going to replace her. And in this market, employees are, are really scarce. Or, man, this contractor just, it's impossible to work with them. And, you know, they're always asking for more and, and they're not paying more, but they want us to do more. And they think it's a part of the contract. I hope we don't have to get lawyers involved. And so what happened over time, whenever that was the information that my dad would relay to me about how his day went at work as an entrepreneur, starting his own business was all the troubles. My mind developed this, or even my body probably developed this response of, okay, doing work means you're going to have problems. So don't do work. You don't have problems. But here's the problem. If you don't do anything, your problems are just going to manifest in different ways. But I'm getting ahead of myself here even. What I want to... Well, I guess I'm not getting ahead of myself. That's kind of a pretty important part, right? Is like, It's kind of like uh, working out. If you don't work out, like, like, it's a, like it's, a, it's a problem, right, to go to the gym. Your muscles are going to be sore. Like that's the problem. If you go to the gym, your muscles are going to be sore. But the other problem he has, if you don't go to the gym, if you don't put on muscle mass, if you don't eat healthy, if you don't exercise, you have the problem of living an obese life, of being limited in your physical capacity. So you really have a problem either way. 
And what is the problem that is going to be even greater? But, but even, even without that, I realized something is that my dad was only talking about maybe five to 10% of his job. He was only telling me the negative. It wasn't until I have now matured and I'm even just started putting together this together in the last week, which again is why it's a catch up with Clayton episode. I started putting this together in the last week is that he is only echoing to me 10 to 15%. I guess I said 10 to five, whatever it is. I really don't know the exact percentages, but he's only echoing to me a small percentage of his job. There is only a small percentage of his job that he dislikes or that causes him stress or that brings down his frequency and it's what gets echoed onto me. And I thought that was such a, such like a light bulb moment for me. It's like, you're only hearing a small percentage of what he's going through. He's also enjoying solving problems. He's enjoying hiring people. He's enjoying teaching people the profession. He's enjoying making money. And although I would hear it every now and then, I don't think my brain would grab onto it as much. So I think this is also a byproduct of our evolution as humans is that we are programmed to seek out fear and danger. This is why news organizations have made a killing off of fear, danger, shame, guilt, all that stuff. We are programmed to see, to see fear. I don't know that we seek it out per se. That's a whole different conversation, but we are very much programmed to see it. So whenever we see it, we associate whatever the closest thing is to that fear. So, okay. Stress, dad, stress, dad through work. Okay. Work, stress. (laughs) That's our monkey mind right there. One plus one, two. And that is such a simplified and reduced down version of the whole truth that's actually occurring. So it's really something now that I hope you can take into your life. This is something that you can take a step back and think to yourself, okay, where in my life am at even a high level, at a high level, where am I only seeing a little bit of the picture, only a small piece of the picture, and then applying all the meaning in the world onto this thing might be with money might be with your business, might be with relationships, might be with your relationship to food, might be your relationship to another person. If you had any homework, that is what I think it would be. And look, let's bring this back to divine action because that's why we're here, right? So that was me, right? I need to kind of progress you guys. Let's, let's, let's go down the timeline a little bit more, right? So as I was unpacking this, if you will. It reminded me of kind of the hero story. This is actually another great analogy to bring up is the hero story, right? Of, of the, the hero going into the cave to slay the dragon. So imagine you have the hero, say it's Hercules. He's going to face the Hydra. He finds a way to kill the Hydra whose heads always come back every time he cuts it off. He's getting all battered and bruised. He's, you know, getting scraped up and he kills the Hydra finally. And he comes back to the town and he shows, Hey, I killed the monster. Think about how ecstatic everyone is because they have a physical sign 
that he accomplished what he was going out to do. And not only that, he did something that benefits all of us. So yeah, that dude fucking deserves to be on a pedestal. Now, where it gets interesting is if Hercules or this hero comes back to the town and they're like, oh, this is so cool. This is so great. Yeah. And then Hercules is sitting there and he's like, yeah, but I just got all scratched up. You know, look at this, you know, look at the scratch. Like, ah, oh, it was, it was tough. Like I, I'm sh- like, it was stressing me out and, and man, it just, it, it got the best of me and these sandals, like, ah, oh, yeah. Like if I had better sandals, I could have probably done a better job and, and all that, like, think about that. Think about if he were to come back to that town and be with that energy. How quickly do you think that people would be like, you know, uh, it, like <laughs> the population, the city would very quickly go from this guy's amazing to holy shit, just bring the Hydra back already. This dude's a more a bigger problem than the Hydra was. And so the point is, is that there are going to be problems either way. The point is, is that we do want to go into that cave that we have. We want to go into the pursuit of the unknown, something that might actually kill us. And if we can go in there, figure something out or slay some sort of beast and bring it back to the village, bring it back to the people. And then that's where the joy is. That's where the love is. That's where the, that is where the divine aspect comes into play. Because I mean, even look at my own journey, right? And I don't want to prop myself up here too much because I just want to put out there that we are all embodying our own hero journeys, if you will. Mine just happens to be in the the sphere of public domain. So look at me. I had a beautiful job. Life was perfect. I quit my job. Now, I'm kind of in that transition moment where I'm venturing into the cave, if you will. I may have even come up to the beast. I might even be looking the beast in the face right now. And where that's kind of where I see that I'm at in my own hero's arc, if you will. And we honestly all may have multiple beasts that we need to face along our journey. You know, the beast that I'm facing right now might be the monetary one. And so it's like, okay, if Clayton's able to do this, then hopefully it can encourage other people to pursue their dreams, even if it's not in the public domain. Even if they, it, it would be that person who has the perfect life. They figured it out, right? You're making beautiful money. You're sitting in paradise, if you will. And you're at that point to say, I need to face that beast. And, and that beast for me was quitting, but now there's a new beast up that I need to face and to conquer or to destroy and slay. So that I'm able to bring that back to the community and the village to say, Hey, here's how it's done. And now whenever it comes to divine action, right? There was probably also this fear of mine that I could do something and nothing would occur if I did stuff and I did stuff and I did stuff and nothing came of it, then it was a waste of time. And I think that's something that a lot of us feel as well. And where I started to kind of backtrack this, or I started to reframe it mentally, because I think that's so powerful is to have this trust in a higher power. And I know it's spirituality. So whether that's spirit angels, whether that's God himself, whether it's Jesus, I don't, I don't know who you venerate, which means worship. I learned that word recently. And so I think it's really cool. Venerate, um, <laughs> whoever you worship, right. 
I believe that even if you're here, you at least believe that there is a higher power, whatever that is, whether it's spirit, angels, guides, God, whatever. And so the point is, is that if you truly believe that you are on a divine path, then every single thing you do will be done divinely. It will be it will be done because it needs to be done. Even if you worked on a crazy project and got a bad grade on it, even if you worked on creating a digital course that nobody bought, there's a reason that you went through that process. There's a reason that you had to go through that. And I know for myself, I went through a, I created multiple digital courses that nobody has bought. And that's totally cool. I'm totally okay with it. I'm not trying to hear to sell you on those because I don't believe that they're for you guys. But what happened was, is that that process taught me a lot of things about doing market research and even trusting the process. Because if I don't have my full trust, then the universe is going to send me things to encourage my distrust to truly prove if I am trusting. And I think that's probably a whole nother rabbit hole on its own rights. Let's get back to divine action. So what is divine action? How can you embody it? How can you do it? Well, I think this is going to manifest different and in different people. For example, being a, in human design, I'm a manifesting generator. And what I found through human design is that whenever I get frustrated or angry or stressed, it's a sign that I need to take a step back and slow down and just take a, take a deep breath. Maybe go meditate. Maybe go walk in nature. And so for me, that was a huge thing for me was like realizing like if, if I'm doing something, if I'm working on a YouTube video, if I'm working on a, a podcast or a IG, whatever, whatever, a reel, a TikTok, if I start getting stressed out and like trying to force something to work. It means I need to stop. I need to take a second to take internal inventory, get myself to a more divine place and just wait and just sit there and breathe and relax because it's from this place of divine wisdom or divine connection. And that's what I kind of see meditating for myself that I'm able to pull down a more creative energy from the eternal creator, the one who created all of this. What a better person to talk to. What a better person to ask about in the divine nature of everything to get inspirational insight from. And he could, they could, he could, she could, it could, it could be talking to you, but you're just so frustrated that your mind, your body is going to be creating all these blockages and mental shutdowns. It's going to close all the gates around you to prevent you from receiving that information. So the idea is, is that we do want to be taking action that is in alignment, right? With ourselves. And I'm trying to see if that feels complete or not. It seems to me that this is an interesting topic that is still still kind of bubbling up for me. Because I know that in Western society and majority, pretty much all of my listeners, I know there's 
a few of you out there in different countries. So shout out to you guys. I appreciate you guys. It's super dope. Um, but majority of the listeners are in United States, Canada, Australia, and England. So what's up? But the point is, right? What's the point? The point is, is that in Western culture, there's a lot of do, do, do hustle energy. And I'm realizing that there is power in this. I came across uh, karma yoga, which is basically the practice of the doing, right? The doing of the physical world. And I'm not, I'm not very versed in it yet, so stick with me here. But the point of it, that karma yoga kind of explained it. So maybe I'll have to do a whole series on karma yoga. But the point that I wanted to say here is that there, it needs to be this mixture, right? It's not just doing because you could do something again and again and again, and it'll get you nowhere, right? Like as an extreme, if you're trying to start a podcast and you're just going around picking up trash, I mean, maybe look, what do I know? What do I know? Picking up trash could lead you to creating a podcast. I I can't say for sure. Huh? But if you don't actually sit down and record, you're not going to get to the the podcast. At some point, you'll need to sit down and record. But maybe, maybe picking up trash leads you to an idea that involves a podcast that no one's talked about before. I'm sure there's no podcast out there about picking up trash. Or there's no podcast out there dedicated to people who are picking up trash to listen to while they're picking up trash. All of this to say is that picking up trash could lead you to doing the podcast, but you needed to pick up trash in order to understand how to create a podcast about picking up trash. Hopefully that makes sense. And this is kind of where it comes in is that, and here's like the balance that I kind of wanted to bring in here is this balance between spirituality and this balance between work and doing. And we need to have this level or balance within us of how much are we doing and how much are we spiritually aligned, if you will. So like if you're just meditating 24-7, I mean, first of all, maybe that's your thing. Maybe that's what you need to do. I know that there are gurus out there who do that. Um, Spiritual gurus, right? So say that's 100% spirituality. It's just meditating 24-7 in a cave. And then zero is like very materialistic very much rooted in your ego, very much rooted in earth and physical possessions and materialistic possessions. Then you need to bring yourself up that if you're going to increase the power or magnitude of the action that you're taking. But there's the another thing, right? Is like the action part, which is the physical, right? That's your divine part, right? Which we just covered. But then there's also the action. Are you physically doing anything? Are you physically creating a podcast? Are you physically uploading it to YouTube? Are you editing? Are you doing work to become a better podcast host? There are physical things in this realm that you need to physically do. And this has been such a difficult thing for even myself to kind of nail down. And so I'm really trying to speak to me because there's a lot of me that wants to believe that there, that you, there are, because let me rewind here. There are things that people say, or people say that there are things you need to do, even though you don't want to do them. And there's a piece of me that still resists that. And the ability is to bring that back into harmony. Because in my story, 
things I don't want to do are going to cause me frustration and stress, frustration and stress. And why that is, there could be a myriad of reasons. It could be that I don't see the end. I don't see how it contributes. And so there's a part of me that maybe needs to trust more. And maybe, and that's where we come back to our divine side. Oh, okay. I need to trust a little bit more. Okay. Now that I can trust a little bit more, I'll do this thing. Okay. You start doing, 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 and then you get to a point where the doing is at like 50% and then your spirituality is like 40%. So I, in my body, I'll hit frustration again. So now I need to come back to spirituality and figure out, okay, let me get to 50. Oh, okay. I need to trust it more. Oh, okay. I don't see the picture. Okay. I need to focus on what the bigger picture looks like. I need to visualize it a bit more. Oh, okay. Wow. That gave me divine inspiration. So now my spirituality is at 55% and then I need to come back to the action so that the action comes up and meets it at 55%. And I truly believe that's probably a great way to look at this. So ask yourself, right? Ask yourself, what's lacking, right? If you're not where you want to be in life, do you need to physically do more or do you need to connect more with the divine? And I think this is a a blend that we need to find with divine action, right? Think of a pendulum swinging. One side's divine, one side's action. And sometimes we need to be a little bit more in action. Sometimes we need to be a little bit more in divine energy. And so through the oscillation of that pendulum, which is going to be swinging throughout your day, we got to figure out where or how or what we should be embodying or doing, which is weird because you don't like do divinity. You kind of just embody it. So do we need to embody divinity or do we need to do work? And that's kind of for you to figure out if you will. So let me know how this resonated with you. I'd love to know. Please share this with someone. Please leave a rating. It means a lot to me. I Every time I look at the rating and it's another number higher, I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. Someone's, someone's helping out. Uh, it's a beautiful zero cost way to contribute to the podcast. If you feel so inclined, it's amazing, especially sharing, because in my opinion, it helps the podcast. It helps other people. It helps you Every, like sharing the podcast is literally the biggest win, win, win ever, especially if you got information from this, because when you share it, the person you shared it with is like, oh shit, this person knows you, you know, this person knows that you are in tune with yourself and divine information and that you are able to see that, I guess. And then the person receiving it gets the benefit of learning from it. And then I get the benefit of having another download. (laughs) So sharing is honestly the best thing, best zero cost way to help out the podcast. Um, the next best is to buy a t-shirt, which honestly, again, I think they're fucking sick guys. They are so fucking cool. Don't tell anyone, but they are really, really cool. And if you're interested, let me know in, I don't know what I was going to even say there. Wow. I think I'm just at that point where I need to take a drink of water. I need to close this up and just get on my way. So buy some merchandise, get your friends involved. I don't know what I'm saying. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. Oh, rate, rate, subscribe. (laughs) I don't even know what I'm saying. Rate, subscribe, um, on all the platforms. I'm going to start uploading more YouTube videos, which is dope. And definitely buy merchandise by traveling to conscious merchandise. All these links can be available below and I will see you guys in the sixth dimension. Peace.